But we have tech guys here now, so it's, like I said, by the end of the show, it'll all be figured out. Yeah. Right now, we've got the incredible... Uh, yeah, make him do IT while he's there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right now, we have the, uh, the unplug it, plug it back in. That we know. But by the end of the show, it's something's gonna, it's going to spark. He's going to go, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sam, uh, Sam's pretty good. We'll see him now. He's, he's yeah, pretty good. We'll yeah, it's going to be... I hear it. There's a little tiny... Oh, you got it plugged in the wrong thing. It's always something. There's a hamster <laughs> it's one. Turn. It's one cable every time. Um, so back to the... T- Back to the millennium because we're still still we, the commercials were what killed us. So uh, we've talked about it obviously since we've been on the show a couple times, and I've been using it now for over two years, maybe even three years. It seems like it goes on goes quick. Um, formula's changed a little bit, been adapted. Um, still, you guys are using Budswell, which I like, and there's certain products that are like, oh, cool, that's very familiar to me. So it helps to uh, it helps to uh, have at least cushion, knowing like, okay, there's some continuity to whatever i was doing before it's not like totally new program of course of course the budswell is a, a great product man obviously we don't manufacture it or distribute it but we do recommend it uh very very highly recommended in my just opinion w- it's it should be ran with every synthetic base out there honestly man. it's a great product it just went up in price too by the way i heard that <laughs> <laughs> i was like you I, we, well what we figured out was that wooden ore that they use because you know those guys just mix it like with a wooden ore right it's so old school it's old we're school. like we're like the microbial life finally got to the point where it tore that ore up and he's like dude we need a new ore that's it raise the price because they haven't raised the price in like 20 years like they've literally been the same price forever that's true man they're and inflation all of, that's true but all of a sudden <laughs> it was like what seven dollars more like are you kidding me like it wasn't that much but it was enough to notice so there you go but um is the formula changing at all as we speak or is it pretty solid right now no, the actual formula as far as the, well, yeah, the mains uh, part is, is solid, but I'm saying as far as the just the a, like with the carbo ha- coming in because mm-hmm. no one's really used to right, right. It hasn't really been really released 100, percent has it? It's not. We're kind of expecting it in the next uh, two to four months, hopefully, to be actually released, available on shelves. Uh, it's going to be a phenomenal product. There's some great marketing behind it. A lot of information. Uh, we've been doing some R and D for the last, you know, year and a half, two years with it, and uh, everybody's super pumped. So we're very excited for it. Now, I wasn't f- really aware of it when I started using it, but then later when I was talking to, because you know, it's like, it is like that with a lot of these things where, because you're not like their their carbo is a little different. It's got aminos in it, right? It, it does. It does. It's uh, it is very complex in comparison to other carbohydrate products. There's uh, quite a bit more in it. You know, as far as actual ingredients and a list of what it does and what it can do that'll be out in the next uh, actual two months probably but yeah it's very complete uh, yeah because i was uh, i have a guy who's growing for me well not growing, he's more helped me out and he's but he's really like you know goes head first and you know right into it and he's uh he likes millennium but he's uh, confused because he's like well we're so where are the minerals and where are the aminos and what? Because you know, he's because there's nothing really. It doesn't really say much. You know what I mean? You're like, well, this isn't. Quite, oh, hold on, I got a call. Is that a five four one? Uh, yes. Perfect. This is the four twenty. Mean Gene on the scene or Gene Green or what was it again? Come on, give me the give me the title officially. You got me. My line. Oh, hold yo. on. Yo, one sec. Now you hear me now, right? You got I it. can hear you now. Yeah. Oh, good. We had you muted. So it is the 420 uh, gene on the scene, or what was the deal? What are we calling this one? The, the gene on the <laughs> 420 gene on the scene with the real James Bean. There you go. I knew it was something like that. There we go. Bam. We some, some 
So uh, are you in your so, uh, are you in your caravan right now? Are you driving around in the caravan, or are you actually at the show? Uh, no, you know, like me, uh, running around chasing kittens, uh-huh. uh, making my way to the booth right now, but I'm lost. Lost? Oh, good. That's a good thing. When, when, it's, when that's I like when it's a good party or it's a good fest. Is when you can't even find where the fuck your spots at. Well, it's different. So, so, so it's at it's at Santa Rosa. It's at the Emerald Cup, but it's it's different in that it's spread out amongst a lot of buildings. Uh huh. And so, uh, I'm going from one building to the other, but I shall talk to you on the way. So, uh, so, so the big thing this week for the Gene on the Scene Report is. Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs. Everyone loves Cocoa Puffs. What's going on with Cocoa Puffs? Cocoa Puffs. So it's not your standard, but you would think Cocoa Puffs. So this would be K-O-K-O Puffs. Okay. And it's a, it's a Kimbo Cross. Kimbo Cross with triple O-G. So it's a double knockout, like a Kimbo. Got you. Uh, and this is coming from? Ah, very good, huh? Who is this coming from? Exotic genetics. You got to tell. You got to tell. You got to tell the, the the listeners, bro. You gotta, you don't, they don't know. Oh, that. Of course, of course. Um, no. So, uh, so, so this is the exotic 420 triple OG release. Uh, we have uh, pre-sale going now. Uh, he'll release the the main uh, stock tomorrow in San Bernardino, and then we ship all the gear on the 27th. He's got 17 strains. In that uh, in that release, all crossed with the triple OG. Some of, of the cube crosses as well. Yeah, I saw that on your um, on your <laughs> your now finally backup site. That was good to see. We're all very proud of you. Yeah. Proud of you and your new site. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's took a minute. There's uh, some I think uh, jealous people who have it out for me and uh, have aimed at my site, but. It's back up. Hey, and we going. got an IT guy he's right here. He's going to fix it. He's going to fix everything for you right now. He's the best. He's During the, best. the show, he's going to fix your site, our site. Everything's going to get fixed. It's great. Perfect. Did so. you let me? You let me know. I got your yeah. money. I will fix okay. my site. It's, there it's, you it's go. Sam's baby. making money. Well, it's, 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 it's a good thing. It's like I'm a victim of my own success. IT. We 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 dropped the Canarado drop. We had 400 people online, and it crashed. So. Crushed it. That's good. I mean, that's always that's one of those bad. It's like bigger. My budget's so big, bro. The budget's so big. Yeah, but my biggest problem. So then, so we doubled. We did. We, we doubled everything. Built it on a new server. But then the server saw what we did, and not not all businesses, unfortunately, are cannabis friendly. And so, because we were a cannabis business, they yanked all my information off the site and, and wouldn't let us log in. And so everything that we had put up there and built to go to run was now with for waste because they sent us a cease. Uh, you know, uh, you violated our our, our uh, terms of agreement there. So so. so. So that's that. Cocoa Puffs, uh, the exotic pre-sale. Get those now. Uh, that's the way to guarantee so you won't crash the site. we got plenty of packs, 17 different strains. Um, we also have uh, Mel Venetics. Remember her from uh, your show a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. What's she dropping? So she so she did a special drop just for the 420. Um, it's going to be it's three packs. Uh, the three packs are it's a bunch of old Cincy gear. But uh, it's going to be like a 89 NL5. Uh crossed with the old lady f2 and old lady f2 is 89 nl5 f3 crossed with 90 Cincy superstar oh, then yeah. she'll have her buckeye purple f6 crossed with the old lady and then a special giveaway from brothers grim it'll be the old cindy 99 from her original stock crossed with the old lady how did i know there's going to be so, a whole bunch of drops going on 420 and how it seems so <laughs> so unpredictable you know, i wouldn't imagine who knew who knew <laughs> 
So did you uh, I know, I know. did you manage to find Bob in them, or you just kind of lost? You still lost. You have no idea where you're at. Oh no, I'm not Bob. I, they, I found him. I oh, did. Him. I'm just trying to get in all my all my goodies. That's what everybody I would get in on. Okay. Um, so last uh, week's archive drop was was amazing. Uh, the Dosi Do nine and twenty two both sold out very quickly. Uh, I've got uh, I reordered those, and we will put those up for pre sale next week again. Um, and also, I know uh, I've, I've uh, been bouncing around the country here, but I, I've heard there's some some unfortunate events with our friend Buck Russell. So, yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, on, on, uh, I know that he does a lot for the chat gang. I love the chat gang. Uh, I love him. He's always being positive, always cheering everybody on. So on the Cedaholic site, which is one of my other sites, uh, cedaholics.com, cedaholics, I'm going to uh, auction off a pack of the cube, which is uh, exotics. Starfighter F3. We only had 125 packs and they sold out in an hour. 500 bucks a pack. Um, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go ahead and donate one of those, and so the, all the proceeds will go to Buck. Sounds um, great. I think you had mentioned uh, donating some packs as well. Yeah. Yeah, we can definitely do that. So. And, uh, so and there's another the there's another auction going on too. So we have dueling auctions, bro. We have one IG auction and nice. your auction. Well, just, so, but it's all for good cause. So. There was. Yeah. There was still a community. We can still come together. We can still yep. help people when they when we need to, especially the people that help us. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, that's what so, it's all about, right? And yep. uh, so, hey, so, what, did Colin do? Yeah. Is, is Colin have his thing today? The ethos, or was that tomorrow? Today or tomorrow? Uh, it's tomorrow with you as well. You know, okay. Uh, I, I know. I wasn't sure if I was on some new thing. I didn't, <laughs> yeah, I know. I did not forget. I'm I'm coming oh, yeah. out there. Maybe I'll that. be out there tomorrow. Don't you worry. Um, but gotta have a king fan of him. I mean, yeah. you gotta have the kingpin. Speaking of the kingpin of hemp, uh, I do have with me Bob and Dave from Canicon, which where you'll be flying out uh-huh, tomorrow. The new kingpin. And so I wanted, I wanted to put, yeah. I wanted to put Bob on real quick and just give a shout out. We've been doing, we've been killing it here. That's been a really great show. A lot of people coming through, seeing a lot of good new faces. Nice. Um, the, the industry out here is starting to kick. You know, I think once they get their money into the banking in place, uh, it'll be an even bigger spot than it already is. But it's, uh, it's definitely getting a. Uh, for us, is at least reaching a new market, seeing new people, getting new faces. That's always good for us, you know. But, they get, they get uh, I did want to on Dave, which is Bob's partner as well. I'll give him on the phone, okay? Sounds good. Bring him on. All right. All right thanks. Hey, how's it going? Hey there. How you guys doing? Another day, another 420, right? Another, whew. How's it going? How was yesterday? Hey, man. How was yesterday? Yesterday was fun, man. Yesterday was a really kick, man. We had a great time. Uh, um, celebrated in the uh, 420. There was a lot of folks out here in our 215 area. It was pretty well packed, and uh, yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, I mean, we we had rain over here in Colorado, so there you go. We, we it's it's moved on, bro. It's, it's on. It, right. it doesn't like us anymore. All of a sudden, they're like, yeah, you get you get spit on 420. What do you right. get? And you guys, right? Well, of course, you guys had beautiful weather. The sunshine's a the sunshine's a nemesis out here now. Everybody's out taking the sunshine after the rain's gone too. So yeah, it's a, I know it, it's a it's a give and take there. For sure, and uh, I'll be out there tomorrow for you, joining you guys. So that's gonna be that's gonna be cool. Uh, got d- didn't know I was going. I really didn't. I, th- I thought I, I thought I was just chilling out this time, and all of a sudden they called me, and so I'm definitely coming out there to help you guys uh, out. Uh, how how can we do a show without Adam Dunn? I know. I heard. I heard. I was like, I was like, all right, guys, I'm definitely coming. Um, so so the the how is the ground? How is this uh, set up for you? The the new one is it? It's more it's more uh, controllable in a way, or uncontrollable. So it's a really interesting venue, and, and it seems to work out okay. Um, it's certainly not the uh, you know the downtown um, uh, event center, right? Yeah. But um, it, it's a nice setting, and I like it. it it's yeah. kind of relaxed. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. The outside is it, it's beautiful out here. 
Um, in, interesting market here, um, wine country, and and guys growing wine um, have been you know working terroir, which is a, a trendy word these days in the cannabis industry. These guys are down here and they're interested in this, and you know they definitely want to diversify. And mm-hmm. it, it's a really neat new market. Um, I think I heard James talking about 280 a minute ago, and then that really is a big issue down here. It's kind of new to the guys that have been working in what we always called the the gray market in sure. uh, up in Washington, right? Yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, it's times have changed. Well, that's the thing is California is about to get into that. It's going to be interesting. It's like they're going to get their ass kicked a little bit because they're going to, their dreams are going to like fall away uh, for a lot of people where they're like, what do you mean I need like a $20 million to keep in? The, ah, yeah, because yeah. it's, it's like, it's the big boys now, you know what I mean? Where And, and I think NorCal has always had this thing where, it's been lucky because it's where it is. You know what I mean? They have the they have they have the terroir right. and they have the the vibe. But now it's like, you know, for for me, I like where they are is actually pretty, where you are is actually like right at the edge because uh, Central California is where it's all going to be at. You know what I mean? It's literally going to all move to sure. to where it's already set up for like shipping and ready to go. You know what I mean? Yep. Quality's going to sure. go down and, and, phenomenally, but that'll be the and, only problem. Right. And and one thing to keep in mind is, is cannabis is an agricultural product, and and yep. big ag eventually will get a hold of it. Um, or the guys that have it now will eventually go big ag, but um, right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's Valley gonna, is going to be growing a, a more diverse uh, range of products here in the near future. Yeah, and, and I think it, it, what I notice every time I, I'm there for a show is it is like literally the transitions happening in front of your eyes. You watch people walk around, and you can just tell like that guy is going to have to wear a suit next year, or else he's not going to be in business anymore because he's looking way too hippie now. You know what I mean? It's like, right, right. You're like, you're like, or, it's or not that they have to. It. It's, it's not like, that. Damn. That guy doesn't have to wear anything. He's killing it. <laughs> oh, exactly. There's exactly. That aspect of it too. It's such a such a spectrum, right? No, exactly. But it's just like you can just definitely tell where some people are like, yeah, they got to step their game so up. Definitely. Or, or they're gonna have. I totally troubles. agree. Um, the commodification of cannabis also brings up, you know, the not only the industrialization but the the corporatization of, oh, of yeah. the cannabis business, right? And it, we all hate it, but it's happening, and we're all like, hmm, how do you adjust? You have to well, adjust your way. It, it. You know, it, truly, we, we all hate it, but truly, it's one of the biggest um, wrecking balls that we are wielding right now against the wall that's prohibition. Right. Um, and eventually, it'll, it'll, it will meld, and, it, you know, we'll, we'll be like the butterfly, and we'll break out of that little cocoon, and we'll be mom and pop, and we'll be brewing just like they're brewing beer. We'll be growing, you know, boutique cannabis all over the place, and, yeah, whatever I mean, the hell we want, and yeah, I mean, you know, uh, that's what—that's kind of the way I bring the. Yeah, I think that, the I think, positive to to what's going on right now. I think the flower is going to be released, like you're saying. Like I think it's going to be a flower thing, where, yeah, you know, because but once it's oil, it's going to be all. That's going to be the the, the 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 division where it's like alcohol compared to homebrew. You know what I mean? Where you're like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll let you get away with that. But the minute you start like cranking out not bottles of liquor, like now I drive through through local around Seattle. I drive through little towns, Ballard. You know, there's a bunch of little breweries, and it's like, a, wow, that's a cool little house in that garage with the kind of the shop doors and the dim lighting, and there's a lot of people. And wait, it's a brewery. Yeah. Well, what the hell? They 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 are creating the intoxicant, and they're enjoying it all on the same premises. I know. It's, home shop, what, right? I know. I, so, that, it's amazing. Uh, I know. That's, that, yeah, is, but, but, that is the hard part now is that we just have this whole stigma everywhere. Like, they just closed down the one in uh, that one we went to in Alaska when we did your show. That potluck place. They oh, just, they did, right. The they, potluck, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, the spot, and they're giving Madeline Martinez hell yeah. um, continually with with her deal in, in Portland, right? Yeah, and she literally had, uh, they said 420, so I guess yesterday was the last day, and they just didn't want to, they didn't want to bring any kind of extra pressure onto the, the patients that are there and all the, the different right. groups, because it's like, 
basically what was happening was they were like, we we don't like what you're doing because it's going to attract the feds. You know what I mean? And it's like, really? Yes. Like, that's the that's their big thing is that it's like so almost like 60s. It's almost like the 60s, though, where it's like. Well, talk about attracting the feds, man. So flying down to California and wherever I fly around, I put my weed in my carry-on or in my check bags mm-hmm. and my stuff. And we get there and the TSA has searched it and they've approved of our meds and it's all good. And so. Um, we see this little uh, article floating around the interwebs now about how uh, somebody saw it all turn green and happy on TSA's website, so they had to ask TSA about it. Let's poke the bear, right? Of course. And instantly it was turned to red and turned no. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, one step forward, two steps back, right? Yeah. I mean, luckily, the last couple of years I've been traveling, I got, it's getting to the point, I don't even clean my piece anymore. You know, yeah. I, I used to yeah. be like, got to clean it before you travel. And now I'm just like, whatever, dude, throw it in there, you know, with all your samples and shit. And I, put it next to the, to- I put it next to the torch and shit. I just take the, I just take the gas. Only thing I do is I take all the gas out of the torch and I put a thing take around the it. Take the gas, exactly. And I says exactly. empty on it, you know what I mean? So like the guys know that I'm not, yeah. at least I'm not that stupid. They stopped me with a torch lighter right. one time. They let me keep the flower. They took a torch lighter. I was fine with it. Yeah, it sucks. Right, I mean, I've right, had a torch, small torch, right. taken away from me when I when I went through too. Yeah, it's like they're they the, the I mean TSA they they screw up so bad on every time they try to like they'll oh, put no. fake bombs through all the time and they'll be like well let it through they don't right. have a clue you know what I mean? <laughs> <They> just, <laughs> right. so I like, yeah we stages. were a little nervous <laughs> we we uh, we didn't feel like being a test case this time and well you know well, we'll luckily, where we are it's so good that they're not looking no at the shortage, well, uh, I mean it's good that they're not looking at the weed because if they did that would be even less things they would catch going through you know what i mean because at least now i notice where yeah. like I'll, I'll be surprised and I mean, a few times a few times i've missing a few nugs here and there and i had one time where a guy wrote a note to me no way. it was like smells great you know or something like that a little note on that's there pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> that's pretty cool. but, eh, i'll give you a couple nugs i'll keep right. flying <laughs> So um, PSA, this nugs for you. <laughs> so you uh, you got the show going until tomorrow, and then when's the next show? Where's the next spot? You guys are always moving everywhere. So we're heading to Boston. We're in Boston in uh, July 13th, 14th, and 15th, if I have my if my memory serves. Gotcha. And I smoke pot for a living, so I'm pretty sure I've remembered correctly. <laughs> what do you? Uh, where where is that going to be at? That's going to be at the Heinz Convention Center here in Boston. Okay, um, cool. Interesting over there with Massachusetts and, and um, I guess Rhode Island's hitting some, some bricks I heard here recently, uh, hitting some resistance with their uh, recreational initiatives. But um, yeah, I don't think, again, I mean, you know, they're, they're, I have a lot of faith in Rhode Island yeah, because it's one of those places. It's, it's yeah. literally the most corrupt state in the union. I know that for a fact, lived there as a kid. So they'll make it work. Right. Just someone's not getting paid. Well, so yeah, so they're like, hey. so the guys that are going to own all the licenses have themselves decided they'll, they'll, they'll yeah, own it. It's literally like the smallest, and everyone knows each other, and it's like the mob is still there, running deep. You know what I mean? So you're like, yeah, it's pretty sure. Prevalent, right? Well, when they when they right. passed their medical, it was like it was a literally like midnight session. Nobody was like asked anything. It just happened. They're like, we can make that happen. Boom. There you go. Oh, there's your, there's your medical. That's good. Nice. So uh, I have a feeling nice. it'll work. But uh, yeah, New England in general, though, it's like it's almost to the point where it's turning into like once it is completely sealed, where you know Connecticut is is wreck and everybody. Like cause the thing is, Massachusetts is one of those tougher states because it's very. Uh, it's a thinking state in a way. So it's kind of like, hey, wait a minute, we mm-hmm. can't do this. If Then wait a minute, that would do that. You know, and it's like some places are like, oh, God, right, you right. Know? So, but, I, but once that New England actually locks together, they're talking about approximately 5,000 shops 
you know, spread out through, uh, throughout. Oh, you bet. You bet. So, yeah, and there are already three or four states, absolutely. And they're yeah, prepared yeah, yeah. to give that many licenses out. And I was just like, about 5,000 licenses? And that's a lot of licenses. That's a shitload. And, right. and, and, right. started, right. and like Rhode Island. Well, it, think it, about it, the proximity it said 200, of all of those 200 for Rhode Island. So they're going to be pushing, they're going to be pushing boundaries, not just legal boundaries. But, I mean, you know, it's going to be hard not for guys not to do interstate business. I mean, definitely IP goes across the lines. But we're going to see pushes for, for product. You know, shipment. I mean, the the feds are going to be challenged on every level um, as as we go. It doesn't matter who's. Yeah, in, well, it's happening internationally in, too. It's, uh, I talked to guys. I talked to guys in Colombia that are, you know, exporting to everywhere in in South America and Canada and other. You know, it's like it's happening mm-hmm. where it's going to be all around us. You know, what people are just shipping it like that. Like, yep, that's the way it's going now. And it's like, yeah. damn, now we got to do that. You know what I mean? And of course, America will. Right. You know, right. the, as leaders, in one way, we're also pussies, and we always kind of. Like, don't just yeah, bite the bullet right, and fucking right. go. You know, once the federal thing kicks in, the money will be so easy and things will flow so differently. Because right now it's like everything is based on the guy with all the money is just like, yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? And it's just like. Right, right. Very... I own Pfizer now. Let's go with let's go with Schedule 2 and we'll go ahead and buy all the weed now. There's no such thing as recreational Oxycontin. So, I mean, I guess you guys will have to find a new line of work. I mean, yeah, there's all yeah, there's, crazy there's, scenarios. But, there's angles, there's angles yeah. like that. Um, I mean, the, the only difficult, well, the, di- the difference is that the cat's out of the bag. We all got weed and we all got seeds and we all got. Amen, they, amen. They can't, like, really like I said, like, stop they're, they're, everybody. But it, it is. No, the commodification really is one of the biggest wrecking balls to pro mission you know as we go through um and that, that's just kind of i think the natural the nature of things in our society uh-huh. and yeah and they're in their last throws too which is like it's, it's it's kind of fun to watch but it's scary because it's like we backed them into a corner and they're like a wild animal right. that just could just go nuts and right. just try to kill everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. and like oh shit. that's kind they of like what has happened, happened even yeah. like you were kind of looking at it now like the, the stiff kind of papers that are on legislation right now it's gotten to that point where it's like wait a minute now reefer madness is back right, people right. are getting dumb uh-huh. dumbed down again yeah. where like people some people are actually going to believe it you know what i mean it's almost like like in in england they always have the craziest headlines like I, when i lived in holland almost every single week someone died from weed it was like man dies right. from cannabis and i'd be like what is this bullshit right and it was always like you read the article and it was like he was on heroin and he did oxys yeah. and he smoked weed you're like right. well that does, does not say that you know but they of course put the headline cannabis kills you know what i mean and they love that they would, <laughs> right, they would, they would right. do it on a regular and i'd be like oh, this is yeah. so crazy how often yeah. they've killed people yeah. which we know no one's ever died yeah. so it's like well anyway it was uh any so what is, what's your website so people can check you out if they want to come check you out while you're at check it Check us out at canacon.org. Um, hit the Santa Rosa tab. You'll learn all about uh, what's going on here in Santa Rosa. Don't hit. Don't forget to hit the Boston tab. Um, you know we're uh, we're 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 a business to business event with a lifestyle twist. There's there's just so much for everybody here. Um, we're not the the hugest pot party, but commerce really happens at our show. Right. Um, as well as that, you know, we certainly accommodate the fact that we know what. Uh, what end of the culture we work in. So, yeah, we, we certainly enjoyed 420 yesterday. This was the first um, Canacon that actually had uh, actual uh, approved uh, consumption on scene, on site. So yeah, it awesome. was an interesting show for us, and uh, we're having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, might, rethink our, uh, <laughs> might rethink our parameters after this one. Sure. Yeah, no, that's always been, uh, you know, it's like one of those things where if you're if you can – 
create a, a safe environment and prove it, it just after the first round you'd be like, oh, well, why are we doing this every time? This is like, it makes everybody just chilled out. There's not really much of an issue beyond the, the fact that you got to, you know, just make the authorities happy and that's it. You know what I mean? And if they're, they're happy somehow magically, which usually – you know, once they realize, well, and, 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 and it actually, and actually, here in our experience at this event in this venue, it's been quite the opposite. The authorities have been making us pretty happy, and they've accommodated us and, Great. Um, well, yeah, without even needing to ask in, in several ways. So, uh, the, seen it all. the local and municipal leaders have been here. Officials have been and participated in our uh, in our conferences, and so yeah, it's, it's been a really uh, really positive experience here. Sure. Um, well, cool. Uh, I'll definitely see you tomorrow, and I'll have everybody uh, check out the site. And when when's your uh, so you, so the July show, and then you got after that, because you, know, you, you guys plan ahead like years, don't you? Got, got, got so any crazy places? Got any our, crazy uh, new we've places? got our February show coming up in Seattle, um, as always, our annual show. But what we have going on right now is uh, we're targeting. Uh, we want to put together a group of about two hundred leaders in the in the industry nationally. Uh, um, we're uh, Presenting a think tank in Jamaica, um, the 2017 Cannabis Industry Think Tank. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a cool event. We've uh, secured the entire uh, Rose Hall, um, Hilton in Jamaica, five-star location, all-inclusive. Um, uh, an old-school think tank is basically what yeah. it's about. It's roundtables, uh, different topics, um, uh, moderated white paper at the end. Um, and that one is about to be up at wethinkcannabis.com. Nice. Well, uh, I think I'll be hitting you up for that one, obviously. Sounds fun, man. That one sounds fun. <laughs> that's, an, that's an obvious, like, well, there you go. probably going to want to go to that's that it. one. <laughs> you know, of course. That's yeah. great. Great talking yeah. to you, and uh, so, great to see the show. Keep rolling. See you tomorrow, man. Safe travels. Peace. Oh, huh. nice, nice talking to you. Adios. That's sweet. So, yeah, maybe James. Yeah, booyah. Oh, yeah, there you go. We got a little CanaCon update. A little... I liked what he said about uh, the commercialization is actually going to end the prohibition and it's pushing towards that. Few people think like that. You know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. Crazy. I mean, well, the thing is, it, it is like uh, as sad as it is to see the old kind of go- style of way of doing things go out. You know, if we all really think back, for most of it, it's like it's ass backwards. What, what we were, you know, the way a lot of exactly. things were done because exactly. we weren't thinking. It's just like watching somebody do a painting or something, and you're like, what the fuck is that guy doing? He's supposed to be painting a car. I don't see a car. What the hell? Oh, it's a car. Oh, dude, how do you do that? Oh, it's a car. <laughs> you know, you're like, you're like, like, oh, I didn't even see it because a guy was doing shadows and shit that you didn't even see a car from a different angle or something, and you're like, oh, yeah, because that's how you really artists think. They don't think like you're not assembling things like you would assemble a car. You're actually the background makes the foreground <laughs> of the picture. Yeah, so like, and, and, yeah and you got things I, happening around in the background. And you got to understand that. And sometimes you don't, people don't see, obviously don't see the vision until you know. You've seen those guys that do like upside down paintings and shit like that, where you're just like, what the fuck is he doing? He's all and all of a sudden he flips it over and it's like the perfect portrait of, of fucking somebody. And you're like, you know, like did a Prince portrait or something. You're like, oh, it is. Oh my god, how do you, how do, you do it upside down? You know, I mean, it's because the guys. <laughs> That's how he's fucking wired, wired up. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you never know because everybody has their own vision on stuff. That's what I There you go. Yep. There's some silly philosophical bullshit for you right there. <laughs> That's why you listen to the show, man, to get different perspectives yeah. and talk yeah, to man. different people in the industry. You know sure. what I mean? So um, other than the um, the uh, uh, the 
A carbo load. <laughs> not a carbo load. I was going to help you with it. I was yeah, like, yeah, I was, I was trying to say carbo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, because well, I keep thinking of bow. Every time I think, because it's the bow thing, you know, it kind of throws me off. It was the carbu for a while. Carbu for a while. while. Yeah, yeah, it was. Is it, so now it's going to be some new name. You guys have it. They, they do have a new name for it. I, uh, can't say it yet. We, we can't say it for like another uh, month. Oh, we it, can't? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Should have just did it and then go, oh, oh uh, is it is it super creative? Is it is it trademarked yet? It is it is very creative. I have to give it to Neil on that one. It's uh, okay. after, after I really got in deep and found out what it really meant. It's it's super appropriate. And it's really cool. Is actually. it? Yeah, it's because that's cool. When we first found out the name, yep. we sat there and we kind of diagnosed it. We went on Wikipedia. Went on hundred percent, and and we were like, no, we don't yeah. like it. We don't like yeah. it. And really, Neil's being Neil again. Uh, no, no, it's it's legit. It was there was a lot of science behind it. And yeah, after you get yeah, into yeah. it, it's, it's pretty badass yeah, actually. Yeah. And I get I get lost in the label. Like people are gonna just get lost in the label. See now everyone's yeah. excited. Got them all excited. Yeah. Didn't even know I was getting them excited. See, I thought we had some. It's like I figured it was just gonna be the carbo carbo. You know, what's so really funny is like whenever I think of those two guys' names, it reminds me of Dukes of Hazard more. So someone, needs a, someone needs to do. Someone needs to do a Dukes of Someone's kinda. just always after those Duke boys. That's funny. <laughs> Bo and Lee. You know, I mean, this is yeah. like kind of like. Duke boys right there. Mo and Lee. Classic. Classic. <laughs> Jumping chargers. Except at least not the they're the, yeah, they're definitely not the ones you think when you actually see them. But it's like <laughs> but course, but in a course. way with the blonde and the dark it's kinda like you got you got all the elements. That's the duo, man. You just you, you know just I mean? need to you guys need a you need a uh, General Lee, obviously. <laughs> that's right, there that's, you go. that's an expense. You, can, you guys can get that expense going. Just be like, dude, we need a fucking General Lee. Like no, dude, we're growers. With, we're with we're chlorf- economical, with, dude. With, we're with, environmentally with friendly. With all the with all the sponsors' names all over, we're gonna really jump uh, corporate. Lee's Prius, dude. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'll that'll even be better. Gotta, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. That makes more sense. Um, <laughs> it's be cool. It'll be good. So that product is there. Some, is, is, and when is my fucking hickory stick juice coming out? That's what I need. The hickory juice. Hickory. Is that the the foyer? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's yeah. pure like barbecue <laughs> sauce right there. I just go. Like, a lot of hype about that the other day, right? Cool at a cut above. A lot of hype about it at a cut above. We were at the, the other day. Um, several other dispensaries that are kind of trialing it, as well as us, of course, reps and a few other guys that we trust are kind of running through some samples of it. Uh, nothing but great results so far. It's about the same place the Carbo was a year ago, I would say. So we're getting close. It's not. Uh, not going to be this year, um, hopefully early part of next year, but same thing. It's uh, As far as the results, um, nothing but phenomenal so far. As okay. Yeah, because I got a chance to use that, obviously, and uh, yeah, the same thing. I had to call up and be like, dude, what the fuck? You know, yeah, that's, it's a cool product. It is. And that is what it is. like uh, super happy plants. Plus, it's like got that unique burnt kind of weird smell to it where you're just like what is that it's it almost smells like barbecue sauce. See, there's like a couple said, new like, millennium yeah. products that you crack open it and it's like after it shocks you from opening up the <laughs> bottle dude you smell it and it's like well that's kind of that's kind of cool like the ruby kind of can sometimes has that that sweet smell it's like cut grass or something yeah, on us. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it is interesting also like when i go through um certain greenhouses or greenhouse supply centers or uh, there's always these like really weird Things that you get like locked, like especially when you go to like I used to go to this place called uh, Brinkman, which is a greenhouse supply company, and they had just you know, aisles of nutrients and stuff. And I just wander around and just not even know what I was looking at half the time, just be like, "Whoa, what's this?" And like piles of just ammonia sulfate or whatever. And these guys were just like rolling through it, just like you know industry size, and like you'd roll around these things. But 
But then occasionally you'd be like, whoa, wait a minute. I know that smell, you know what I mean? And you'd look and you'd be like, uh-huh, that's pretty much what that, you know, because these like, guys are just remodeling a lot of stuff. And, of course, of course. And, and or sometimes just two $250 bags, you know, 2,500 gallons of water, mixed it right way and bottled it. And you're like, we're going to, you know, $100,000 or something. You're like, what? Like, yeah. and I was always like, oh, these guys are, oh. So, I mean, that's the thing is like, especially with the salt-based stuff, it's like it goes a lot further, obviously. Um, but you think? Do you do you know anything about the back end of this stuff as far as like? Uh, because it's not it's not it's not very it's actually pretty cost effective. I mean, it, did you guys ever compare it to like like get it down to like the price per? We haven't done actual cost analysis or cost comparison to every different line. We right. do general cost analysis, right. of course, to products like GH or the ones that are out there. Care, GH the big, big three that everyone buys that right. everyone knows the price points on. Yeah, um, yeah obviously, that's, that's pretty much what I would use as my exactly, yeah. baseline anyway. But have you guys done that part? Or? It's very, very similar to the rest of them. You know, The nice thing about Millennium is it's a very slender line in comparison. There's only nine total parts currently with the addition of the carbo. There'll be ten. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with with much respect to the prior mentioned companies, Botanica or GH, they are, are extensive lines at this point. Yeah. Um, if you use the whole line, I would have to guess they're probably more expensive than the new Millennium, not, uh, you know, piece by piece, what have you, but whole line. Yeah, if you just went with the original, day. like, three-part and then maybe, like, because back in the day, there was nothing really extra. It was just... Dude, that, yeah, that's what's insane. It, is, it was just three yeah. parts and you dropped off one and you switched up. It was like, okay, well, it start off at, you know, one at equal parts and then you start, start drifting this way and then you drop this thing out right. and then you just... And it was really... Yeah. That was it. And it was like, huh. But, of course, I don't know. We just... We, I think we're all, like victims of wanting more right you know obviously more and more and more and this could be the miracle thing lower and, input better output man yeah, that's, Nicole, that's what, what it is that's what we always yeah. discuss like oh, i kind of want to like throw this at this time i want to try this like just to see what it's going to do and like if it's going to produce something bigger or yeah. you know more insane but new millennium that's what's cool it's got you know we're adding the 10th product it's got nine products in it yep. you look at other companies and there's you got to add these two a and b's and there's an a and b for this then these additives and if you want this flavor you got to add this right that's not what new millennium is totally complete system it's kind of cool yeah i like it and uh I mean, for me, obviously, flavor is important and, you know, production is important, but it's also not the most important because sometimes you get like, I mean, I, I see guys on house and gardens just crush yield, you know what I mean? But it's crap, you know what I mean? I can tell it all tastes the same and it's got this like weird, like, because uh, also I live in Holland, so it's even worse for me. So it's almost like, it's like you having to drink a Budweiser in Europe or something like that. You'd be like, oh, oh God, this is ridiculous. Why am I drinking this? You know, I'm surrounded by good beer and here I am with, you know. A bud, but that's just like, oh, sorry, you're American. That's what you get. Exactly. And it's a very hot topic of conversation around, you know, our, our group, our office, everything is, you know, the whole uh, quantity versus quality ratio. And, and you know, most of the product are distributed, if not all of them. And our, our whole team's mindset is definitely not quantity. It's all about quanti- uh, quality, of course. Right. Um, not that we... Um, you know, provide products that don't provide good weights or good yields if you have good genetics and you're a good gardener, of course, but it's not uh, yield-driven by any means. We don't, we don't guarantee 30% more yield here or anything like that. It's all about flower quality and doing the best and maximizing your potential and, and doing the best you can. Yeah, and some of the things that we've seen at recent dispensaries and just, you know, just the comparison over, you know, especially 420 and stuff, the concentrates that are 
new millennium powered are it's ridiculous dude loud and just yeah. straight fire yeah now, now you're saying you, you were saying cut above do they you run millennium you or, or they do they uh they run new millennium currently as well as uh terrapin's another one we work hand in hand with and and same thing <coughs> both because flower uh, quality is high on, bo- on both shelves i know they also work with colin gordon's genetics uh, ethos genetics and stuff and they're doing some they have some heat man they have yeah, some heat over yeah. there yeah and he, he's <laughs> yeah. posting photos of the uh, material because of his genetics of course and i was like oh that's done really well too you know so it's part so it goes hand in hand good genetics and good gardening obviously we were actually can't speaking can't. with jason at green dot yesterday at the event and that's actually a, a quote of his he looked at us and said look man it's pretty easy you know a good flower makes good concentrates it's easy to do our job right when you guys provide the, the best flower to do it with so yep, yep. very well said yeah yeah no the thing a lot of it because of hash making in general <clears throat> has always been a lot for a lot of people it's a side thing and it's like an extra bonus thing so they're like okay you know take all your trim put it over here run it back in the day it was dry sieve then it was uh, you know bubble hash and then now it's extracts and so but now that people are purposely growing or having to illegally grow only four and everything has to go towards so you're like okay well that's a kind of a cool weird but interesting problem to have like you know got to turn it all the extracts like okay well that's awesome because now we actually get whole plant without it just being some side because once it's a trim thing or it's a side issue or it's some extra right, you're right. never going to get a perpetual your numbers are never going to match up you're going to be like oh this time it was like this last time it was like that depends how much they got beat up or what they came from was it trim off the hand thing was it you know, whatever but when it's whole plant your 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 data gets really interesting because it's like Exactly. Exactly. That's actually like one of the hottest kind of topics right now in like the industry is the consistency amongst dispensaries. You guys are talking about going big ag and stuff like that. Yeah. Consistency is everything. If you're going to go into a store and you're going to buy a Tylenol, it cures your headache that night. But then you go in the next week and it doesn't work. That's a problem. You know what I mean? So these big, you know, these dispensaries that are popping up, especially in Vegas, I know Essence, uh, they're one of the main uh, dispensaries on the strip. That's like one of their main things is quality control, making sure consistent cannabis hits the shelves every single time. Because, dude, here in Denver, we I, I, I know specifically, Cole and I, we always talk, like, why do you go to a dispensary? Like, you know, it's because I want to try different stuff. But at the same time, you run into stuff that's kind of always tasting the same or it looks the same. And, mm. you know, it's not because the cares, you know, the consistency isn't behind it. So it's 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 very hard because basically even the best growers, usually back in the day, because it was always like a stressful situation, you had cops came you had to run you had to do this you had to do that there's like you know hard to get a consistency going because it's like if you're in the same place growing for 20 years it's a high chance you're gonna get caught because you've been there for 20 years you know what i mean at a certain point it, someone's gonna be like hating on you because you're making money or you you know drove a new car for once or you had like you know you did you didn't you weren't in a shitty situation like they were wrong place wrong time <laughs> and, and they yeah. just go that asshole you fucking been growing up there for 20 years you know that's all it takes you know what i mean and like, so most people moved around every couple of years or even quicker some people whatever but you know so it was always like uh hard for a lot of people that's like you know that's when you lost your best plant so you 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 know there's a million stories along the way and so that's why there wasn't a lot of people breeding necessarily for for fun it was more breeding for necessity if anything which is the best group that i always was looking for whenever i was in amsterdam i was always looking for the guy who like didn't trust anybody and this is he came over to Amsterdam <laughs> he got some seeds and he went home and he made his own seeds and he did whatever those are actually the ones I'd love to keep I always try to keep contact with and I had a guy in upstate New York like that who you know went and got seeds off of Neville and then went home and then did his own thing and then he kind of 
ran out of that after 20, you know, eight, you know, at that time, like eight, 18 years or something like that. Cause he was one of Neville's original guys. And then, um, got some genetics and went back home and, you know, even with what literally had, like he had was independent for the whole, that whole time. And so anybody who probably got stuff from him at the time was also fire. And he was, he's a classic where he gave out everything and until he like burned himself out or whatever. But for the most part, those guys were the ones I was always looking forward to. They would be, um, had an eye for it at something. You know, if they, if they didn't go off the rails, <laughs> you know what I mean? If it was like, yeah. cause sometimes you'd be like, that's what you did. <laughs> like, dude, what did you do? But, uh, uh, so you guys have been supplying uh, people doing more like it's. Is it, do you know if Colin's using your stuff at all, or is he over at Ethos? Yeah, you know I've never met Colin personally. I've heard a lot about him, of course, between ACA and just Denver and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if he currently is using any of the products. I'll uh, see him tomorrow. I'll ask him tomorrow. But maybe uh, I'm sure because he's seeing what those guys are doing. Yeah, with, with his genetics. He, so he's pretty close with Phil and Jake and Cyril, I think, down at uh, ACA. So um, yeah. Would surprise me if he's not at least heard of the product yet. Yeah, sure. Dude. Well, I'll definitely talk to Colin tomorrow and see if I can try to get him on your program. Right so on, be man. like, dude, I get it for you for free the first round. <laughs> first round's free. <laughs> first round's always free. <laughs> um, the uh, because I, I was just wondering because of the fact that he's doing a lot of breeding, and I think that's also an untapped area in the in the sort of nutrient world where I'm always like keep nudging the guys who make nutrients like, hey man, we should work on a little, you know little mama formula because there is like there is a un, un sort of tapped area there because now people are producing seeds and there's ways to make those seeds better and healthier and you know for sure just like any other thing if you're focusing on that maybe a little more than you're focusing on massive bud production because you don't need as much no well said well said uh interestingly enough uh, sam and i had a customer yesterday bring up the fact that they're using decision for breeding projects mm-hmm. uh yeah. to speed up flowering times to pollinate sooner actually and he had like an eight to ten day pollination window sooner than he would have uh-huh. and uh, i mean he was ecstatic about it so like you're saying though, between using some of these tools the right way and having possibly neil make uh you know custom stuff i mean the sky's the limit right. but that's good gardening I mean, yeah, that's what's cool excellent. is, like, the yeah, brilliant yeah. mind to think, oh, like, I know that this will react a certain way, so the plant's going to do this. I know this is this is going to work. Right. And that's what's yep. cool that yep. – I mean, New Millennium is just there. Now, was he using the it. decision on his males to make them? It's exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, he was using it on both, basically, to get them to flip harder and yeah. then uh, – Yeah, exactly. that's good. Exactly. Actually – I had not heard that as of yesterday, so that was – I mean, uh, I use decision good. on yeah, – yeah, yeah. I usually use it, but not you know, more than two – I usually use it, like, twice, you know what I mean? And then they're – both get it on delivered. Like usually, the mail goes in about ten days to fourteen days after. But depending on the one, how much it pops or how quick. But then, I'm still giving them only two rounds of decision. So maybe I'll just start pounding on them a little bit. Like, all right, you get four more rounds of it. Yeah, if, if you have super healthy veg plants, man, you can definitely hit it for you know the full five to seven days. At between five to seven, that's that's plenty. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if, <laughs> if if you really stretch it out, man, you can see some cool stuff happen for sure. Oh yeah. Speaking of cool stuff, and it's not even necessarily cool. I don't have any photos to show, but my friend of mine in California, he grows. Um, he's the one who produced sage with me originally, and <coughs> he was growing uh, what he calls a zeta. It's the same uh, zeta. I think live well now. Unfortunately, has it, and he's trying to battle them a little bit. Like, like, you know, all right, you may have something, but I can get you a better one. You know what I mean? And give you the props of having it from the real deal of instead course. of being the of asshole course. who just runs into the ball and didn't, you know, never paid, <laughs> never paid his dues or whatever. All right. But what was really weird is he's been grown. So he had just a room of Zeta, everything in there. 
and I noticed on this plant that it had a weird growth, like had like a weird hard kind of callousy looking growth on it. It was like a leaf that kind of was like peeling, like going in reverse back onto itself, becoming really hard and kind of creating a little weird growth on this plant, right? And I noticed it on one leaf and said, what the hell is this? You know, and he's like, he said, you know, I've been using a lot of that facilitator <laughs> and I just noticed I keep getting these weird, and he, and he also got like, uh, you know, when you get the, the, the stems kind of flatten out and they become like, like two become one and literally when they, then they split. Were the leaves tacoing also as well as rolling back? Not tacoing, no. He didn't no. Know. They looked healthy. Everything looked healthy. It was just that one plant became like, and then he took, showed me like a whole photo that he, 15, 20, 15 different photos of different growths that he showed, that he had, and they were bizarre, dude. A lot of them were like kind of psychedelic where you're like, wait a minute, is that like, like right, you're right. kind of turning back until like, some of them look like little creatures like they're all like little <laughs> nymphy looking creature things i'm like what the fuck is that dude it's all calloused up and weird and he's like dude oh, i don't know all i know is that ever since i've started using the facilitator stuff kind of weird stuff's gonna happen <laughs> and i was all uh. now um so, so facilitator is silicic acid or is it silicic acid silicic yes, acid. Yes. Silic silicic acid. now there's What's the stuff in that's uh, in um, acne medication? Yeah, that is salicylic acid. Salicylic yeah, acid. Very, very similar pronunciation. Completely yeah. different chemicals. Absolutely. Okay, now here's the weird thing, though. My friend who uh, has a daughter who's a sort of model, but she always had like a weird, bad, you know, a little bit of bad complexion, had acne, started doing lots of dabs, went away. Dude, you being serious? And then I was what? all, and then I was like, <laughs> That's yeah. badass. and I was all, and she, and she told her mom like, hey, ever since I started dabbing, I'm, 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 skin's getting better and, and then she asked me and i got all confused because i i heard her say that and then I, I i was like looking at some facilitator and i saw that what was in it and then i went and i was like all of a sudden i heard that on a on a commercial talking about acne stuff and i was like wait a minute is that that sounds the same but i was like course, a little confused course. and i know it's like super close but then but then it was just that it, do you think there's any is there a relationship between the two, or is it just that they're just totally different and have no chemical connection in any way, shape, or form? To the best of my knowledge, they are completely different. Okay, because it's weird that, like, yeah, it just seems so weird that when she said that, I was like, huh, that could be. Although could for dispensaries and other uh, cannabis-related businesses, I think you're onto something here. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it was worked and it was real it'd be like the fucking shit right there it'd be like smoke your face you know commercials or just be like smoke and people like, ripping on joints and stuff. um but uh, instead of hitting your face with water <laughs> but now was there was there um that was uh, pretty good was was oregon banning any of those products was there like wasn't that like becoming like borderline to the point where they were like people were putting way too much of it in and you know, I haven't heard the end result of what different states or, or regulations are coming into place. I have heard, you know, a few different people or uh, companies coming through with different information about what what the products are, what they were intended for originally, the, the dilution rates, uh, so forth. Um, I think we're all kind of ready for a little more information to come out. Um, the best best advice I have is is you know th those products work great. Every whether it's Aptis, whether it's Mills, whether it's Power SI, they're all they're all good products. Um, just don't overuse them. Uh, be smart, just like any product, man. Be smart with what you're using. Uh, well, yeah, the doses are super light. I mean, it's like 
30 mil per 50 gallons or something like that. Half mil a gallon or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's a little heavy, even. That's like. Uh, that's push, what I mean. That's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm, like, I'm you, little, you can do a quarter mil a gallon and probably be okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and when, uh, it's also important to put that stuff in early, right? Like, put it in first and let it kind of. It is. It is. The, the silicic acids are very well known for uh, causing precipitin or fallout if you do not mix them in the water before other base nutrient or additive. Yes. Yeah. So you'll fuck everything up, basically. 100%. Yeah. Which is. A, which is. A, yeah. Also, now that works with organic and synthetic, and there's not really an issue between any of those, right? It does. It does. To the best of my knowledge, does not negatively influence microbe life at all. Um, yeah. Does work with both organic and synthetic nutrients for sure. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it, I mean, it definitely works. I, mean, I notice plants seem to be more more resistant, which is important. And uh, yeah, whatever you know, happier. Whatever real motive action is is in the silicic acid. Again, we're all kind of at a at a loss of the real science behind it. None of us are the chemists that made it, and that's the problem. But, yeah. I mean, as far as the actual plant effect and visibility, I mean, the stuff works, man. Yeah, I kind, of feel, I kind of feel like it's, like, um, literally, because it's such a small amount that it, it's almost like just helping things go in the right direction. It's like making everything just a little smoother with the transition between wherever it needs to go, you know what I mean, or something. There's something real fundamentally basic about it because it definitely feels like the plants are just – transpiring better and happier and kind of like silica in general when you use a lot of silica and you get super happy plants but you can't use too much or else they get real brittle right 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 but then if you get this it's more like it's 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 different it's not like the same it's not doesn't seem like it builds the cell walls as much but it definitely makes them uh moderate better or something you know right right and you know the whole sales pitch behind it whether it's the silicium or the aptus or any of them is that it kind of takes the uh the energy or the whole process out of the the meta, you know metabolic rate of taking it from potassium silicate or silicon dioxide down to silicic acid, mm-hmm. uh, and then it speeds up the assimilation, of course, into the plant. So, um, again, that's kind of uh, like fulvic and humic between the two of those. Like where, like if you use fulvic, you kind of like skip the plant having to do all the work. Exactly. It's not so exactly exactly. It's not so. It's more, less. Well, it's not mobile. And now it's mobile instead of it being like quick. Exactly. So I mean, the actual chemistry behind it, man. I wish I knew. I, I will tell you again. Any of the products that are well known, they work on plants. Yeah, and uh, the other thing too, I think with with your with the millennium, it's like you're not really using all nine ever, right? So you're using like maybe four at one given moment, maybe four at a time. Exactly, man. Yeah. Thank you for uh, clarifying that. Nine total products currently never used more than four at a time on the schedule. Right. So that means like you know, and they do go a long ways. Like there's certain products like like the spring. Usually you don't really need to buy that much because you're hardly ever you know you're there such a short time. Of course. Um, and you just notice, like, okay, well, you're obviously going to buy a lot of autumn. And you're going to buy yeah, you know, this. a lot of autumn. And- the autumn is the one, man, yeah. that you definitely go you, through. You have a lot of decision and winter frost laying around. Yeah, some of the additives are very limited use, yeah. low dilution rate products that are that are exactly very limited use. Again, so yeah. once you use them a couple times, they're done. The autumn, the ruby, the equinox, those are kind of the ones that you're going to go through, autumn being the heaviest. You need, like, giant syringes of uh, winter. You just push, that's it. Done. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're doing a big push on winter right now because it's so versatile, man. Cardboard can... little like um, tied ones, you know, like those like cardboard. That's what Sam's been saying, man. He has all kinds off. of ideas with cards and all kinds of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like marketing stuff, man. Well, yeah, if you just like, <laughs> especially because if you're in a 50 gallon drum, it's like we're always the same. You know what I mean? So you're like, all right, if you're gonna always mix 50, it's a good idea, dude. Just kind of rip it out and throw it in, and you're like, well, you know. Or the strings, the shot, like I said, the, the strings are winner, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's good. <laughs> Shoot it up. No one's doing that yet. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but in general, it's like uh, because a lot of times, I mean, we're all guilty of, especially with certain products like fucking Aptus. Well, 
ruin you if you don't pay attention. Like you have to really read everything because it's like, okay, got to mix that first. If you don't mix that first, you're fucked. Then if you don't, um, then if you don't really pay attention, you're like, oh wait a minute, that's every five gallons or every you know, it's also by liters usually. It's like every twenty liters. You so know, it's twice as like, confusing. And you're like, yeah. wait a minute. And then oh, and if you if you've already done it, it's so expensive, and you're just like. God damn it! I gotta dump this entire thing because I just went and put four times the amount of the most expensive product in there. Like that was really lame. You know what I mean? And there's no way to really fix it because you you just fuck the whole mix up. You know what I mean? And that's and that's there's a certain some companies where I was just like, especially because those tops on those Aptus things are ridiculous. little slippery too. Yeah, they're ridiculous and like you couldn't open them and then they, they're that big and they blah blah. You know, it's like there's there's a few things you kind of go like, man, if somebody just put a little, you know, would have like never messed up. You know, because you could have just pumped it in because a lot of those things are super duper duper potent you know very yeah very well said and i will be the first to say i'm i'm guilty of being uh too high and spilling a bottle of it and costing myself a lot of money so oh, i've done <laughs> it i know i've totally done it and that's the thing is i kind of kind of got me mad i was like i was almost angry white guy for a minute but I, he's over there he's still he, he would have been more angry. you would have been angry if you like spilled as much fucking app this as i did like a 400 dollars bottle especially because i didn't uh, pay for it yeah, so yeah, i didn't yeah, pay yeah. for it so there's no way i was that gonna buy it you know what i mean i was like bucks for a liter yeah, yeah, yeah. i know when you start getting 400 dollars bottles of anything you're like jesus christ what is this Carry it you know? around in, in a blanket and <laughs> eat it <laughs> yeah and i was like you know start a not, college fund for it not not really <laughs> sustainable as far as if you're like trying to put it in your budget too like i was lucky enough to like all right, Billy's in town. I'm going to get some. F- and, then, and then once, yep, he, once yep. he wasn't around, it was like, all right, oh. well, now what am I going to do? <laughs> like, I can't buy this stuff. That'll kill me. Exactly. They are coming down in price. It seems like every brand is slowly, slowly coming down. It's n- None of them are even close to 400 anymore. They're still not a cheap product by any means, but uh, yeah. definitely slowly coming down at least. But like Brandon Skin was like 600 bucks for five gallons at one whoa. point or something like that. It was, wasn't it, man? Yeah. You're right. And you're like, whoa, that's yeah. a lot of money for- yeah. <laughs> right. deluxe lamps were 130 bucks at one day to you, man. You know what I mean? That was a that was a standard. So you know, no, in general, the, the the industry is like you know, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors, and there's a lot of products that are probably not worth it. But then there's other ones that, when you break it down, you're like, okay, well, it is worth it because like I mean, things like Buttswell and stuff, which you know, as we all know, it's like it's weird though because they have like some weird juju magic going on because I got the powdered stuff. Doesn't work as good, man. Never got it to work like where I feel like I'm. I'm just like, how the hell do? What do they do? They have some magic. They have that ore. They have that magic ore, and then they literally just did it in a swimming pool. I know that for a fact. It wasn't like they. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. There was no science behind it. Like they got some crazy machine. It was like they put it in a pool and they cover it up and they you know let it cook a little bit or do something. Yeah. And then they kind of mix it around with this ore and then they that's it. It was like, and then I'm trying to do it like with everything, just different kinds of water. I was like, like uh, RO water or distilled water or anything. It all never mixes up. It all settles really. (laughs) You're like, what the fuck is like sand in there? It just kind of settles and shake it for a second and you're like, there it is. It's all mixed up. And then it just all... I'm like, I got some serious. They probably put some. They do something to it, man. I've, I've thought that for years because I, you know, years ago I tried the powder as hard as I could, just like you. And I was like, I'm gonna make it work, man. There's no way that I can't make this work. And, uh, and sure I still shit, have, I still have the, the bag. I still have the bag. I mean, I've tried a couple times. It's, I've had it for like five years yep. since I got here, five six years. Exactly. And I've always been like, God, it's so much. It would, it would be so much cheaper if it would work, but I can't get it to work. So I'll just keep buying this fucking bottles and that's just the way it is but again like certain products i don't mind buying because i know that they work 
don't ask me how. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, we're, we're we're all on the same page with that too, man. And like like Sam said earlier, it's definitely a, a cost versus reward ratio. Your inputs and your, and what you get out of it are very relative things. Um, and we're we're very conscious of that. Not only because we we like to sell quality products that are very cost effective, but we're also gardeners, man. It's not like we like buying expensive products that don't do anything. You know right. what I mean? So. Yeah, and you know, there's going to be a new thing every day, and that's the thing. Is like we're like we were saying earlier, like sometimes you just want to throw stuff at them, but it's like you can get really spun out quick if you don't, especially if you get stuff that's like literally testing. You know, hey, here, try this out. You know what I mean? And I've had some weird stuff where. For some reason, out of Michigan, I get all the weirdest shit. Like, like three different things. Michigan has weird products. <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" And it was like, "No, they've got no label yet, but check it out." And I was like, "It smells like sewer water, first of all." So I'm oh. like, "What the fuck is it?" Like, I see little floaty things in there that look like literally like sewer water. You know, you got these little like weird flat gray, algae, weird flat gray things in there. And then I had some other stuff that was like, uh, I had some. Well, actually, I had one that was really cool. It was a. Uh, uh, clear oil, like totally clear. It was supposed to be three or four different kinds of oil, nothing crazy, and it worked. You know what I mean? It was like PM thing, and it worked great. I was like, huh. So you had like any onset, a couple little pops hit it, plants were happy, and MED saw it, tested it, and said it was cool. They were like, oh, I wish more people just did this. It was just oils, so just essential oils, but it was clear, and it didn't have much of a smell, so it wasn't like – you know, oh, okay, or fucking cinnamon and, like, five different kinds of, like, heavy, heavy, heavy oils. Because that, I, I was, with plants and oil, I get a little nervous sometimes. 100%, man, especially with extraction. Even even things that are regulated, like neem oil, that are okay. It's like yeah. you spray neem oil on a, on a crop at week seven and go extract off that. Oh, yeah, and, do that. And oil. I mean, yeah. you're going you're gonna to get some oil in your <laughs> rosin, man, in your resin, your, your live resin. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, and, I mean, anything like that, definitely, in, I mean, veg, and early veg is really the only way to go. Even at two weeks of flower, it's already it's gonna get trapped in a little bit. You know what I mean? I agree completely, man. And uh, but yeah, so oils get me nervous, but they're kind of the direction that you kind of have to go in in some ways just to do any kind of IPM. But it, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like I haven't really I've been growing lately with nothing, just trying to keep it rolling and just like, hmm, how long is this fucking gonna last? You know what I mean? Because the summer's coming around the corner. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I can't just do that anymore. You know what I mean? Because it's been like cold enough that outside the rooms are, you know, chilly enough. Things aren't moving around too much. And I don't know, just keeping. It's been because I've been like wanting to juice plants and also, and that's like can't do it if you know you sprayed them with anything. Got to keep it super clean for the juice. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, hmm, I want to do that. But also outdoors, I'm going to do is with a couple. Just going to let the thing go and. Right on. Not hit it with anything and just see what, you know, because we don't want to take them when they're young, too. You don't want to juice an old woody-ass plant. You know what I mean? So you should just, like, throw a bunch down, let them grow really young until they just pop up five, four or five weeks and then juice the shit out of them. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a lot. You got to do a lot of them. That's why I'm paying in the ass with that stuff. I've never juiced, man. That's a cool concept, though. I have a lot of friends that do it. Thing is, juicing is really dope. Uh, now that I'm not drinking, I gotta do all kind of crazy. I'm like, I gotta start juicing. For sure, I'm like, man. I gotta start doing something. For sure. Yeah. But you can get really like kind of a buzz off of it, um, not from the THC at all, but it's more of a like a bright chlorophylly blast. You know what I mean? Obviously, and uh, but with cannabis, I mean, there's so many cannabinoids in there too. And there's when they're young, it's a lot of like CBG, and it's not. It's way like, different. I'm, I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're gonna get a lot of. Uh, you're going to get a lot of, like, uh, 
regulatory sort of benefits off of it where you're like you get a little bit of a kind of a off the beginning but then after it's like good that's like literally good for your joints and stuff and that's like the kind of stuff where it's like okay your body gets like blasted with it's like doing spirulina like by the fucking handful or something you know and for sure those kind of things what it's, it's funny because when i was a kid i would do all these things but you're like growing up and you're healthy and you know it's kind of like your body doesn't really do much now i'm like shit i should start doing this shit now i should like i think i thought i was doing something when i was 22 23 you know and by the time you hit 30 you're like well whatever you're not even luckily maybe helped a little bit but now once you hit like my age like 48 or whatever then i'm gonna now I'm noticing everything, cause especially if you're not drinking. I'm like, all right, gotta start to. Because before I was, I was drinking, smoking, doing. I mean, I'm smoking no problem, but if you're really buzzed all the time, you're not gonna notice fucking juice. You know what I mean? That body's like, what the hell's that? You know? <laughs> but now it's like the other day. It's like a couple weeks ago. I did a peyote ceremony. Before that, like I got literally got sick on the way to the teepee. Like I was like, my, I was like, oh, I went in, puked my guts out. And went straight into a fucking 12-hour parody ceremony with nothing. Like, I was like, I had no nothing. Way. I had, like, four little pieces of fruit in my body. And I was all, oh, shit. <laughs> so I was, like, going from zero to fucking. And I already. That's badass. And I'd already quit <laughs> drinking for a month at that point. So I was just like, man, I am as, like, ready for this as you can get. You know what I mean? So when I did the first round, I was like, because, like, it hit me real hard. But it was also, like, way better. My friend who was literally drinking on the way to the fucking teepee <laughs> was out like within two hours he was all he was useless you know what I mean it was like no dude you can't do that you gotta like right, you, gotta, right. you gotta clean yourself up a little bit <laughs> you're right for sure <laughs> um, same with the plants so too it's the same idea like so with your winter frost product is like that's uh, does that leach anything out or does that pull anything more than just make the plants all it does, Matt. It does. It's a uh, pre-flush for sure, mixed up at the 10 milligallon dilution rate. It's approximately about 400 ppm with you know normal tap water through a two-stage. Um, it is definitely a pre-flush. It definitely triggers phenotypic expression, puts on a little bit of weight, a lot of terpene profile, a lot of jar appeal. Uh, just makes flowers better in, in most different aspects of, of flower quality. And yes, again, it is a pre-flush meant to be uh, used the week before you flush. Uh, that kind of loosens everything. Afterwards, that yes. loosens everything up a little bit at the root zone, or yep, yep. Nice. I mean, because uh, I usually hit them with enzymes or something like that, and it's got no enzymatic qualities, or it's just something no different. enzymatic qualities in it. It is, you know, if you have the ruby fulvic, if you're running a new millennium line, use the ruby with it, and that of course helps degrade salt buildup and loosen things up and make everything more fluid as well. Hmm. Uh, if you yeah, don't have the, that's the one thing I love. Ruby's dope. You can just. Yep, yep. When in doubt, you can ruby. You know, when in doubt, ruby. Yes, yes. Like yes. you're just sort of like, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't really need to feed the whole program. I just fucking ruby, ruby, and then (laughs) kind of makes everything ready for the next round. Yep, ruby is by far Neil's favorite product, man. I mean, he goes off and off and off about how no one will ever recreate that product. It's pretty cool. Yeah, just because he made it like out of things people wouldn't figure out, or because people just would be like, "What is going on?" Or both, I think. Yeah, I think uh, (laughs) chemistry or, or technologically wise, it's definitely advanced. Um, the bigger thing is I think the sources of it, the, the amount of sources of fulvic and yeah. the actual uh, location and, and the, the source material, um, other or the chemists and other people are, n- are not messing with right now. So Gotcha. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where I think fulvics and uh, products have like that silver bullet weird thing going on where they're just like uh, 
the hard to explain Tesla fucking technology or something. Like, exactly. You're like, you're like exactly. how does this even do it? I don't know, bro. It's so far up the tip of the fucking crystal or something. You know what I mean? It's like it's literally like where things exchange and there's a lot of it's kind of like the the mis the, I don't know the unknown zone or something like that of the planets where they you're you're like okay kind of get it <laughs> kind of get what's going on but no nope, well said man that's kind of my thing when i'm in shops or with you know end users clients what have you it's when we're talking about fulvic acids in general but especially ruby you know i can go off for a good half hour about sales pitches on fulvic acids what they do science chemistry behind it and then mm-hmm. at the end of it it's like look man i don't really know <laughs> you know what i mean i, I don't uh, yeah. call, call neil call him on the back of the bottle and he'll, he'll tell you what's up you know mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and and uh you know the I think it's pretty expensive. It's uh, in general, fulvic just sourcing quality. Yep, yep. Have you tried that, Mister Fulvic? Uh, I've not heard of it yet. Who makes that? That's what it's called. That's the name of the product. I don't know. It's 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 a local. It's a chick from here. Well, she's not from here. I don't think, but she's and she's got some crazy source. Okay. Too where she's like literally. I'm like, what is it? She's like, this is. Can't remember the exact ratio, but it was the strongest, apparently most concentrated fulvic on the market. And I had I had some. I sent it to one of the big big pumpkin grower guys, and he went fucking ballistic over it. He was like, "Oh my god, really? Dude. Yeah." So it was actually, and I <coughs> I liked it. It worked really well. It was uh, also super potent. You know what I mean? Like I think it was like fifteen mil per fifty gallons or something like that. But it was, uh, yeah, it was a pretty awesome product. And I remember it's a family-run thing, and they have a source. I'm trying to remember if it was, like, Louisiana or something like that, but it's somewhere down south, and they just were – she was, like, super weird about it. <laughs> she was just like, we got the best. Here you go. I know you grow weed. And she gave me some, and I was like, okay. And then I was, like, trying to, like, probe her a little bit, but she was just like – giving me kind of a southern right, right. honey we got the best fulvic in the world we got the source on our farm and i'm just like what like wait a minute what? and i was like kind of like okay well no i'll be down to check it out for sure throw on a few plants see what happens and uh i mean neil's always love to check out new products and different competitor products you know i will uh i will find mr fulvic for you yeah please do, so, please do. somewhere <laughs> in my phone um the uh you guys you're also working for uh, you're also doing uh, five, five eight distribution. Five, eight distribution. Yeah, yeah. So we salmon talked about that. Yeah, um, primarily salmon and 100% me are, are working for uh, five eight distribution. Um, we do distribute the new millennium, of course, for the country, and then we also import and distribute Plagron uh, out of Holland and Papillon Lightning out of Holland as well. And there's going to be some huge news coming out of there soon, right? We're, we're working on that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I tried real hard to come with some data for you, and uh, it, it didn't happen. So no, no. I already told him it wasn't going to happen this week anyway. But in general, I think in about two months, we're going to get the the real deal guy here and all that, apparently. That's what, that's what I'm we've hoping so, man. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm, what we've been uh, told. And I feel like uh, that'll be an interesting show just because uh, people don't know how the – chain of command and how things work in that world and it's like one of those deals where um, Philips is like the world's leader in lighting I mean pretty much everyone knows they put the most money in you know the, wouldn't necessarily they invented it but they were there near the inception and they took it to the fucking next level they're not very friendly towards weed never have been 
even though we support their entire companies, like we paid for a lo- not their entire company, because Philips is like a Samsung of the of Europe, where they're they're doing everything. You know, they're dabbling in everything now. But in their lighting department, for sure, pretty huge sales. I mean, hard to hard to argue that we're not you know a, a char- large chunk. Which is like funny because whenever I talk to the big guys like that, they're always like, "You guys are small." But there's a certain moment where we know we we must have made impact, especially now with these huge grows. You I know mean, what I mean? Scott's bought Gavita, man. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. uh, very apparent how much money is in it. Just like you said, it's not a, not a yeah. not a secret anymore how much is in this and. Um, I mean, as far as the the Philips thing, I, I will completely agree that a class leading of the technology is uh, has been and, and still is the best. Um, with their viewpoints on uh, on cannabis and, and things like that, as far as this industry in this country goes, I mean, I, unfortunately, we have completely different mindsets because I don't live yeah. there and they don't live here. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and right. in general, they've always. I mean, I used to go to the big trade shows in uh, in Holland and. It was like, you know, for me, it was funny because I'd walk around. It was mostly flowers. It was a big, giant flower thing. And they had, like, you know, crazy large-scale grow things going on there. And you'd occasionally run into a, a Tommy or a company like that. And you'd be like, oh, look. there you could, you could even tell, like, these guys were selling products that people were buying on a daily where these other guys were creating, like, valves the size of a house that would run, like, you know, <laughs> 1,500 greenhouses on these huge, yep, large yep. scale, and things that were way out of your reach, and, you know, we're like, whoa, and occasionally there'd be, you know, there'd be, like, automatic uh, planters, and there'd be all sorts of crazy stuff that maybe now people could actually use, but up until this, this is, like, 10 years ago, where you're like, who the hell is going to use that? But we walked around, and, you know, the, the, the weed companies that were there um, were basically like that, the Tommy... As far as the nutrient companies, and uh, uh, there wasn't much. House and Gardens, I believe, had a booth there, but they were all like literally these tiny little booths compared to what was, you know, the big hort, big horticulture sides of the, how everything's going. And uh, you know, now America's in that they are going to go shopping for these automatic planters and people conveyor belts, and everybody's you know going to take it to the next level. Um, so. And lighting, I believe, is also at the renaissance moment, too, where I think it's like 315s are pretty awesome. Uh, even the people who are against them are finally like, well, maybe we should make them, too. You know what I mean? I've noticed that with everybody. Exactly. Everybody. Exactly. It was all haters before. Kavita hated them, too. Everybody's like, oh, oh, those are crap, you know. But as we've seen, they're definitely working for resin production, heat offsetting heat and all that kind of stuff they're definitely you know here to stay i think you know, for the most part so do i actually yeah like i said it was, a, it was a slow time coming but now everyone's putting them in residences and seeing the benefits and the power savings and the flower quality and it's it's definitely here to stay i feel like yeah i feel like for for a tent i wouldn't want to grow with anything else just because you can actually fit a few more of them in there they'll give you some coverage and the quality of the resin is there which is huge um and you know the, the efficiency is there. There's, I've only had a few that didn't work here off the, over the time. It wasn't like they're like blowing out left and right or anything, and they seem to sustain pretty well too. You know, like two years easily compared to every six months or every year. Of course, of course, which adds up quick. Um, but that's also just the beginning. I feel like there's you know more coming that's interesting. Like the plasma lights, I love the uh, concept, but. I heard from from somebody in your camp that you guys had like a disaster with yours. Yeah, that was a few years back. I was not part of that trial. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one alone. 
Um, but like I said, I mean, the technology definitely is going. You even see new lamps that have uh, different 315 elements in them that retrofit 1,000-watt dual-end lights now. You know what yeah, I, mean? I was, saw that yesterday, and I didn't ask about it, but I looked up, and I was like, that's a 1,000-watt ballast with two... 315s that doesn't make sense in my head and i was like I was, so that was basically a 630 conversion with that much extra power just sitting exactly around. exactly now now i guess i mean this is i was i was taught last week essentially that uh that was two different versions out there is a 630 version and a 945 version the 630 you can plug into a thousand watt d dim it to the, the 600 motor what have you different models and it, it runs that one or if you have the 945 one you can leave that on a thousand and it runs that one as well so uh, they're, they're getting crazy with it, man. I know. 945 is a, is a single bulb or it's a dual bulb? What is that? How is that it's, so it's the same concept as the the 630 that we're speaking of now that retrofits into the 1,000-watt DE, but it has a third filament of the, oh, the 315. So then it's 945 instead of 630, hmm. and it, uh, you just so leave your DE weird. on 1,000 that way, and it, uh, it powers that lamp. So I have see, not plugged any of those in yet, but, well, I mean, it's cool technology anyway. Yeah. See, I'm not a big fan of having bulbs next to each other like that, though. I always feel like they're – kind of counterproductive when you have two bulbs like facing each other like that seems weird and also just the the having them in the same source you know what i mean where it's like it's it's still 315 depth and it's you know it doesn't multiply like light doesn't hit each other and go oh wow we're more powerful now and then we go farther you know what i mean actually just they throw as far as they throw and right. just now you have two next to each other throwing x amount and there's no way that that can be like as productive as having them with a separate. So I'm always like, you know, I feel like if people just gave you a, a ballast that runs two bulbs and they can be in anywhere the fuck you want them to be, you'd cover more space. You'd cover a better space, you know what I mean? You right. Because I, I haven't had very good luck with the duels. I had them from the Dimlux, and I'm like, just not feeling it. They're not covering more than they should, and they're knocking each other out. Well, like I said, I mean, <laughs> yeah. anytime you, you cross technologies or, or retrofit things, you're always going to have a loss as well. So to think that it's going to be the full 1,000 watt or if you have, yeah. you know, if you have the, the 600 and the 400 HPS and the 400 Howard in the same bit and the same filament, like you're saying, well, it's people, not 1,000 watts. You're still getting a 600 and a 400. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Yeah, and it doesn't, yeah, things, it's like, unless it's just perfectly set up where most of them wouldn't be because your hoods, those hoods are so small too. It's just like you're literally just creating almost like a, a version of those those uh, fluorescent cluster balls, you know what I mean? It's just a bunch of little bulbs next to each other that yep. don't necessarily put out any further or make it any stronger. So, yeah. But I think in general, besides the lighting that's already there, I think there's so many people trying to go for the same thing. It's like a space race of lights, you know what I mean? People are all on it. There's that one company I see online all the time that's trying to like be all Facebook-friendly and they have some redesign the light in america you see that thing it's like kind of a thin square a rectangular light red i think it was red colored and it was some guys trying to get in on the game and i'm just like i don't think you guys are going to be able to do anything that's going to make it any more interesting like, there's nothing more than in, than any other double-ended bowl but they pretty much were going on their thinness you know what i mean which it's not really as interesting i mean right. the most successful lights are deep and stupid and to have a dumb shape <laughs> to them it doesn't make any sense um, because now we all realize we need a lot of air around the top we're, of course, course. we're not slamming things on the ceiling anymore so it kind of shows where people just don't have the right design factor where they're like kind of like oh yeah just old school basement grows you know which are kind of you don't no one's designing for that anymore you know there's really no point because you can sell 20 lights compared to 2,000 lights to the guy in the warehouse who's got the 
he has got 18 foot ceilings and he don't care and you know he's yep. not looking for slim line anything of course but like i see a few companies doing the slims just for those few <laughs> basement growers that are left you know what I mean? they're like this is awesome eight foot ceilings no exactly the lighting game is like like i said adam it's a it's an interesting industry over the last five years especially um i, I do feel like leds um in the next few years hopefully are kind of going to come around with with all these companies papillon included of course um that that is kind of the new thing i mean that that'll be one thing that i feel like can rival the whole lec thing now as far as flower quality and that i mean that's still um has it been proven yet no is it possible i i do believe it is yeah well i mean right now definitely double ended are, are killing the game as far as depth and wield and you know three pounds of light's not really crazy anymore right and you know I did see a good April Fool's joke where somebody was claiming they had 6.8 pounds per light, and it was like it was on April Fool's, and I, nobody noticed it. And I was just like, <laughs> Dude, I've at first hearing... I was like, I was just like, wow, that's great, guys. And I was just like, you know, it was just funny because it was like 6.8 pounds of light. I don't think so. You know? People, these diff- this is no joke, man. People at these different shows and events we go to are literally walking around like companies saying they're getting six and eight pounds of light, and I'm just like, dude, you're just hurting yourself right now, man. Mm-hmm. You've actually, you've actually yeah. heard people say that. Oh, like, oh, like seriously, yeah. looking me in the eye, trying to convince me that's eight real. Eight pounds of light. Like, show me pictures, and I'm like, have you even been in a garden, man? Like, yeah. it's not possible, dude. No, you're not no. getting eight pounds of light, dude. Like, <laughs> no, and like I said, three is definitely doable. I've seen it plenty of times. They're big plants. They're they're much bigger than you normally would grow them. Your canopies, your, your plant, you know, your canopy is way the fuck up there, and your lights are way the way way the fuck up there, and your quality's B plus maximum. You know what I mean? Because there's right. nobody nobody can get to anything. It's just like they're way <laughs> over there. Even if you can move the tables around and stuff, you still can't. Just you have to be on a ladder to look at the of course, plants. Of course. But then you get a big yield because you got those you know long ass growth at the top and everything these, these pictures were on rolling benches with ceiling heights of maybe 13 feet or something I'm, I'm, there's not a chance of getting eight pounds of light <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you guys see the matrix thing online with um the guys from green green solution where they had their their five levels of oh i did kind of see something like that yeah um, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. one of those things where it was just like, like it was an embarrassment you know I mean, it was like table after table right yeah level and it was everything level. you would never want it was like um lava rock in four by fours with a drainage that went down like they all literally stacked above each other five levels of that damn you know and then like two plants per four by four just scraggly raggly and when they showed them when they harvested them it was like I was with my old wife and I was like, <laughs> I just started laughing at it. I was looking at it. I was like it's like a one little stringy thing with like a little bud at the top and a little bud at the top just like what the fuck are these guys doing? You know what I mean? And right. it was like, and they were all proud of their five levels up. And one of the guys who used to work there was just like, "Oh, this is." I used to work at this place. It was, it was ridiculous. Except you know, I had fun riding around on the, on the lift thing every day because everyone had to go on a lift to go up to the different levels. And it was just like, you know, so non OSHA approved and like so just badly thought <laughs> out. Like no future left in that. One. And they were like comparing it to the Matrix, so because of. You know, the fact that you zoomed out of it, it was like levels and levels and levels of just schwack. You know what I mean? It was just like, it was the worst. <laughs> it was exactly what I expect when people tell me they want to do multi-level things. I'm always just like, unless they're like separate floors that are actually like, you could actually go to and you're not just like thinking that you're going to be open on the sides and stuff. Because you can't do that. I mean, there's no reflection. There's no, the plants aren't happy. You know, they, they want to be 
reflected back in. They actually like being kind of in groups a little bit. You know what I mean? They don't want to be in these individual little shit cubes on the <laughs> low lighting. And it was bad. It was, just, it was a bad all around design. But say lovey. Well, one day they'll redo that. I, I saw the guys from Lacante do the same thing though. They put this million, spent one million dollars on their system and did not grow any more in per square foot than they would have if they just grew it on the ground. Like oh, it was literally man. like two to like yeah, like exactly the same. The exact same. Because there were, you know, two shitty sides growing instead of one nice mm-hmm. <laughs> on the bottom one exactly, you know, and they had these things built where they were like wheels and they would open them up and they open like a like a like a little uh, vice or something, you know. And then they had to drive this thing in the middle. It was six lights going up couple rows like that six lights going up a couple rows like that you turn all the lights off because they blind you then you got to go around with this scissor lift <laughs> do all the maintenance and then you come back on turn the light. so it's just like what what are we doing what is <laughs> what is going on here you know what i mean and might the, as well be vacuuming these pots <laughs> and, the, and the, the rate of work was just so slow and just you know what nothing got done and it turned into a big giant powdery mildew trap and it was just of course jeez cherry on top man and then it was powdery uh, mildew and then it was uh, you know and the the, the problem with any vertical growing in general is you always have a low spot which is wet and dry or wet and uh, cold and then you go up the thing and it's like maybe a good good zone and then it gets hot and dry you know what I mean it's like it's just nature's heat rises man heat rises you got got, got heat rising and you got you know water going down it's like things are like it's really hard to keep a, a, a constant environment through the whole vertical thing, of course. There's yeah, no yeah. sweet spot there. You know what I mean? Your sweet spot is down like right at your eye level. So everything you see looks great. You know what I mean? But when you look up, it's terrible. When you look down, it's terrible. And, of course, you get powdery mildew down below because it's not lit up enough and it's cold. And, you know, there's just those issues. So never a big fan. I mean, I always love when I see guys at, like, uh, you know, pitching at the pitch shows and they're, like, showing these multi-stack systems. And I'm just like you do understand you know, that exactly that you're fighting gravity and you know heat is rising and you're what are you going to do about that you know oh, we got it all figured out and it just cost millions of dollars to do the most basic thing you know yeah that was an expensive learning curve man you know what i mean <laughs> well spend it on a greenhouse if anything long term you know it's like that's the one thing i, I think colorado's uh most interesting is their greenhouse ability and hemp growing and hemp farming those two things are what is going to make Colorado still be relevant, you know what I mean, within this whole weed game. Because well said, man. Without sure. that, because indoor growing, kind of like, it hasn't been shown to be sustainable yet. Nobody's really proven anything. And somebody might invest enough money to build a closed loop thing that actually works. But for the most part, greenhouse is better efficiency. It's still not perfect by any means, but it's better. And then, but hemp growing is what's going to, be the thing you know because then all of a sudden they're that industry and they're you know really doing some work instead of a select few white guys making a bunch of money which is kind of what it is right now and the most of the industry is based on is like you know you gotta have 10 million bucks to be in the game now or you're not in, you know it's like what happened to the hundred and fifty thousand dollar crew that you started off you know right, there, there right. no way somebody says like oh, i got 200 grand i wanted to start to get in the weed game you're like don't do it you know what i mean it's like don't stop. <laughs> stop right now. You've got two hundred thousand dollars. That's perfect. For sure. Go for with sure. that somewhere. Go gamble. You'll do better. You know what I mean? It's like 
you have a lot more experience in greenhouses with cannabis than I do, 100%. Do you feel that it's possible to get the flower quality in the near future out of uh, these, these light depths as you can some of these indoor gardens? Yeah, especially um, early light depths and stuff like that. The thing is, like, you know, Colorado's got... 200 uh, they have 200 days of sun per you know per year guaranteed plus more every 300 if it's a good year and and like the fact that you know people are saying you can't get quality greenhouses mostly i mean i, I think it's based on selection a lot of times here people just growing whole greenhouses of the wrong weed really which is like right, right. a lot of the strains everyone's og hungry it's not a really good greenhouse plant you know what i mean it just doesn't really lend itself to big plant growth you know what i mean so that's why sure. in oregon they don't get you don't see a lot of people people growing 15 foot ogs you know what i mean maybe some three plants away with a little og in it but most of it not you know you want these plants that can handle the, the weight and stuff so selection is probably the biggest problem and then you know the handling is the biggest problem so people who don't you know it's like combination of if you're growing in pueblo let's say you know, and you've got all these guys who are hired who are just beating the shit out of your weed when you're when you're harvesting. It's not going to be the same as if you're got like people that are actually on point, taking care of the material. I think the drying and the that's a huge thing too. Most people, their scales are so big, you know what I mean? You know, like all of a sudden they're like producing 900 pounds of weed and 2,000 pounds of trim, and they're where am I going to put it all? It's hard to dry and cure that much to, flour, yeah, man. Yeah, sure. You know, we have a hard time with 20 pounds in the room. Someone's got to be on top of it. You know what I mean? Like you Definitely. think at first nothing's drying, nothing's drying. Oh my God, it's all drying. You know what I mean? And you're like trying to put them in the right containers and keep everything full. You know, it's not, it's easier in Colorado because it doesn't, it dries too much usually, which is easier to fix than if it's not Stays ever all drying. Stays like, yeah, yeah. This will never dry. So like here, you know, more times than not, I'm going into my, veg room and I'm pulling off a shitload of leaves going back into my dry room and c filling them up under into my containers and psh, close them up overnight next day come back can like take out the leaves they're all dried up again gone stuff's back to spongy again it gives you a little more time to work with it you got to do it again you know sometimes you have to do like five times you know what I mean just because you don't want that stuff to get to that bone dry crisp the Colorado, Colorado crisp man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once it, I mean once it gets too much it's really hard to because well, when you do rehydrate it, then it's like flimsy and there's nothing left. You know what I mean? So you have to yeah. kind of like maintain <coughs> that humidity. And luckily, we got a lot of leaves around, and leaves are the best way to do it. Just because at least you know it's weed on weed. It's not like it's, it's natural hydration. You know what I mean? Some yeah. Bread in there. I've seen a million trips <laughs> the <in> bread. bread. <laughs> paper, wet paper towels, bread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wet paper towels is too much wet. Yeah. Bread works, but then you get crumbles in there. Well, there's little white specks in here. Oh, it's just bread. Don't worry about it. You know. <laughs> right, right. So you can't really say that. And then orange peels is like oh. suspect because you're all wait a minute. It's a little too citricky, and you're like, oh yeah, it's a orange bud. And then, you know, whatever. And I remember Jamaican. <laughs> I used to do that with Jamaican weed all the time. Back in the day, and then yeah, it was always like that. I knew in my head, like it's like every time I'd smoke it, I'd be like fucking oranges. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like you knew, oh, that smells really good. They'd be like, yeah, it smells good, but you know, in your head, you know. But with the if you just rehydrate leaves, yeah, there's no harm, no foul, and you definitely get back uh, some working time with those stuff because otherwise, it's like once it starts to like as you go in, it's just you know you you gotta you gotta get it back to the point where you can actually clip and snip a little bit. For sure. So you think play certain varieties to their strengths, and they'll uh, they'll pump quality. Yeah, otherwise. yeah. And I think you know because it's funny as uh, the guy that works for me now who's growing for me. He he, he uh, used to do some work down in Mexico, and 
first thing he told the guys when he rolled in was like, I just built a dry room, right? And they're all like, what are you talking about? We're having, having no weed yet. And they're like, it's like, believe me, just build the dry room. So they built the dry room, air conditioning, humidifiers, dehumidifiers, everything in there ready for anything because even though it's dry there all the time, once you put all that weed in that room, you know, you never know. So built it all out and then because it was the only fucking air conditioned place in the entire area, everyone understood like after he was like once they were all building it and stuff he's like okay come on back here I'm like oh this is nice and comfortable in here right, he's like right. yeah i got this shit dialed up this is like you, you don't want to be building this at the last minute when it's all hot out and you're all scrambling you know, scrambling yeah. as if you build this first because it's like the most important room you've got right now it's yep. just like that dry room so from a greenhouse point of view i think a lot of people don't think like that they just go in put huge greenhouses and then they're like scrambling for spots they put them in sheds and stuff and it's all hot and Yep. You know, once you see like 500 pounds of weed just turn into shit, you know, it's like, really? All that work? And <laughs> you're like, oh shit. You know, <laughs> yep. And a lot of guys don't care. They turn it into concentrates. But even then, it's like, you could have had so much more, so much better. Yep. Now yep. you got like this hay flavored weed, and it's like, oh, all these pens that taste like, you know, horse stable or something. Oh, like right. lactarpines <laughs> and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it all tastes neutralized and dead. And could have had it, you know, especially like, you know, people don't realize, like, if I have a greenhouse, I'd be getting so many freezers and green, you know, places ready to go and just, like, fucking big, giant refrigerated rooms and stuff and right. take all your product and, you know, immediately freeze it and kind of sustain that way because you can then make some great concentrates, you know what I mean? Cause of course. I bet you're exactly right, man. I bet a lot of it is just the handling after harvest uh, yeah. between lack of space, lack of uh, environment control, lack mm -hmm. of... Um, help, whatever it is. I mean, yeah. you're sitting, like I said, you're harvesting whole greenhouses, man. It's a, it's a lot yeah, of no work. One's doing, no one is doing the sections either. No one's got like, uh, I mean, it's hard to do, but if you have m multiple bays, you should be putting this one in, two weeks later put that one in, two mm -hmm. weeks later put that one in, but probably, you know, a lot of them don't. A lot of them just go in, do the whole thing at once and or harvest them all at the same time so they're all shitty instead of like, well, you maybe you should have selectively had your 10-weekers, you know, put those in even later so that they can be like the last fucking plants that go out of course, and course. You your other ones your little eight weekers or whatever because if it's all light depth you got you know what you're doing hopefully um and you should have bays and you know, I, I went and saw places that was just like god really you know and just not thought out it's just like right just, but then you also like don't even want to be there near harvest time because you're like oh my god it must be just awful hell. you know because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it sucks even with a small room you have that a lot of times where you're it's hard to time because if you're go for the one plant in the room especially if you have a lot of strains if you have one strain of course yeah you can time it pretty good but when you have multiple strains which is usually if you're in a big giant greenhouse you're gonna have multiple strains it's like you can't just go in and harvest them at the same time because that's stupid you know just like especially when you talk about two weeks like you're not going to even get everything done in two weeks so you, might, a huge as well, deal. Yeah, you yeah. might as well come back to that one when it's really ready you know what i mean but a lot of people don't think yeah you see, you corporate, for two weeks, dude. You see, you see <laughs> corporate guys coming in and telling everybody, oh, everything just take it all out you know and it's like kind of where i mean even back in the day when i was growing for the first time in holland like on a kind of scale and i had like 200 lights or something and they harvested all my weed like two weeks early like literally like came in i thought we got robbed because all our shit was gone and i was like called the owner like hey all the plants are gone oh yeah me and my brother came we took them all and i was like what it's like yeah we needed it you know and i'm like really like i was all bummed i was super bummed out because right. I, I didn't even have any clones ready i was like you know just about to cut clones. I was two weeks out, and I was just like, "Dude, you guys are like, f I kind of 
I didn't quit at the moment, but I made me ready to quit for the next, like, the next round. I quit again because they did the same thing, but it was like, you guys gonna like fuck everything up right at the end? Like, right. that's lame. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And we had just built this thing and went through all the growing pains of getting it all set up right and, you know, had a lot of issues. And, you know, when I first went in, it was kind of funny. When I first got there, they had nothing. It was dirt floors and under train tracks, you know, like the, Two, so top room, bottom room, top room, bottom room, top room, bottom room, everything like 60 lights and four sections of them. And they, I told them I need hot water to start with. They start start the process. I need hot water. And they came with a one you put like, you know, a cup of, cup of coffee. Like, like you plug it in, you put make a cup of coffee at one time. I was like, you guys want me to do 260 lights <laughs> with a fucking coffee mug warmer? <laughs> like, you guys aren't thinking this out really too heavily. I was like, I need water. Water, you know what I mean? Like lots of water. Lots and water. lots of water. But water. <laughs> yeah, so some people don't really think out the whole process. They're like, okay, this, you know, they got, they got the lights, didn't get the, the forethought that we might need some things that, other than that, you know. But as we see, the game hasn't changed too much. That was 25 years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's still people <laughs> out there who are, are kind of going into a huge operation with about that much. For sure, they are now. Thought of a lot of the things they know. They got they need the lights and the this and the that, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, but what about all that inside? Especially when it comes to like we're saying, like drying rooms and investing uh, twenty grand into a dry room. You know what I mean? It's like what twenty grand? It's like yeah, you need fucking air conditioner for this huge room. You need uh, dehumidifiers for this huge room. You need and it's all you know. You need humidifiers in case the second place is super dry, and you need. You know, it's like, oh shit, it's got to be insulated properly, and then it's just like, oh yeah, yeah, it's forty thousand dollars easily. You know, that's even on the low end. You know, that's for sure, for sure. Like you're saying, man, whether it's new business ventures or whether it's uh, you know, basement growers coming to be pr- uh, commercial producers, um, going to scale and doing everything the right way is not cheap, is not easy, and it's uh, oftentimes overlooked about all, all the ins and outs. Right, right, and uh, you know, it's it's. Fun to watch, though. I mean, like, actually, it's a great time if you're in the industry and you want – I mean, first thing you do is you go and you find all these guys who are failing because they're going to save you a shitload of time and energy because they've done all the bullshit that you didn't – None of nobody wants to do. Upgraded your power, you know, sectioned it off, paid to architects and did all this, you know. So it's a lot of times you get some killer deals like that, and that's kind of where I think if you're going to get in the game – First, first thing I would do is look for distressed guys because that's where the go learn. Yeah, I mean, and you'll see they maybe have made huge mistakes, and hopefully they don't don't pass them on to you, and you can figure it out. But for the most part, that's like kind of like the the Colorado theme right now. You know, I literally know a guy right now who just lost twenty licenses at once. He's got to sell them all. No way, man. Yeah, he's like, I'm out. I'm like twenty. That's a lot of licenses, you know what I mean? He's ready yeah, to sell crazy. out. So anybody out there in Colorado looking for a license, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. He's got every single angle we could possibly think of. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of that going on, and I think that's important uh, to not make the same mistake twice and go and do the same thing, And which it'll happen, of course. You know, that's good for the grow shops, I guess. <laughs> good for those grow shops. Um See, we're on our last night. And last, like, yeah, we did because we started pretty much on time, right? Yeah. So we should probably stop on time, I guess. Same thing. All right, we're down to our last 10 minutes. Um, we should do a quick shout out to our 
sponsors since we got them here and we don't want to like make them look like we don't actually do it we should probably do it twice even this time right since we got 10 minutes let's do a quick uh shout out to the people who pay the bills keep this thing rolling keep our plants alive that's also good you know that's those little things in life that the sponsors help with start right out of the gate with these guys since we don't have to finish with them now because <laughs> we are finished we've done the daily day uh new millennium uh, you can check out locally if they're in your shop. And if they're not in your shop, this is a good little hint for them to pick up something new that you are going to start using. So you're already a customer, obviously, because you're so interested because we've, we've convinced you with our right, right. convincingness. Um, but no, you will not be disappointed, and neither will your grow shop. Um, pick up their products. I know that I know uh, one of our old sponsors, Way to Grow, used to sponsor us, and now they've got it, which is good. I mean, that's that's a uh, and you guys have pretty good coverage here in Colorado, I'm sure. And uh, we do, man. Throughout the state, we're we're pretty dialed. Way to Grow has been uh, kind enough to do business with us. We're very appreciative. We we love doing business with them, and most of their shops have the full line of New Millennium in stock, uh, as well as the Playground Green Sensation. So definitely go to any of the Way to Grows around Colorado and check it out. Exactly, and. Um, Rhode Island has some stuff. I know Rhode Island's kicking it, right? You guys have been shipping out there. Cause yeah, east, northern east coast, that, that, that territory is doing great for us. Michigan's doing good. We're picking up some steam over in Cali finally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, we're definitely Cali's trying. It's hard to get people to switch. That was a tough market, man. Cali's yeah, a tough market. It's like Holland is a really tough market. Like, if you, if you can get your product into Holland and get people to actually shift over, you'd be pretty lucky just because they're very price fixated and they're very like they're not they're, they don't sway they don't want to fuck up they don't want to be that guy throwing new stuff on their shit every time because they'll be like no now i've ruined it you know what i mean they want that stuff just dialed bing, bing, bing. um so uh also what's your what's your website new millennium so sam YouTube. and oh, a couple oh, other no. guys are currently working on that we have a new one coming out in a couple of weeks here that it's gonna be much better than the last one it's our last kind of our little leg of the new marketing so we oh, apologize for the yeah. lack of uh so we have a new guy to blame for a new website yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last week it was seeds here now now it's yours so you guys gotta have a new website within the next couple of weeks yeah revamped uh all new marketing nice. uh new literature i'm sure or the literature is revamped a little bit yeah yeah the, the new booklets out all the new marketing for the bottles is out and we're just going to make the website reflect all of the new literature and marketing for sure gotcha so revamp revamp it's like whenever you're like i don't know how many times you, you talk to somebody when they got like a business and they're like yeah, the website's just it's under construction. That's what I was told. I was like, can we just put an under construction sign yeah. up? I was like, no, we got it. we'll got. we get it done. It'll be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you guys have a site up right now, so it's right, like it's, right. you're not totally down in, down in the waiting on Sam. Everyone, ah, yeah. Sam. Yep. yep. I got cool. the world on my shoulders. Cool. And uh, <laughs> our buddies over at Growstone, we don't know where you are, but hopefully you had a good 420. Shout out to Toby, Nate, and Shave for sure. That's right. And uh, pick up their products, same deal. If you haven't got them in their shop locally, make sure you get them there. And again, won't be disappointed. Good product, real simple, makes sense. America made America. And it is recycled glass, which we all love. Um, our butt, and that's growstone.com if you want to go to them. Build a soil, Jeremy. Uh, little small batch artesian uh, soil for you and for anybody who wants to, you know, get into that no-till sort of grow tech, uh, growth uh, style and, you know, find products you can't get anywhere else and uh, customer service like no other. That's like um, one thing with Jeremy. You will, if he, he doesn't have it, he'll make sure he can get it for you. And, uh, but like I said, 
best best source of small stuff, uh, small uh, hard to find products. And eight five five eight seven seven soil if you want to call them direct or go to buildsoil.com. Credibles, edibles, and uh, extracts. Those guys, consistency is key. Had them on the show last week. If you want to hear what they had going on, um, they are uh, have a few other cool products which we haven't got a chance to check yet. We're gonna check them soon. Now that the 420 craziness is over, they must they must have leftovers just flopping around everywhere, right? So we're just gonna get in there, get a pot. I want to get those winter that winter mint. Who had that? Somebody? Nobody? Nobody's had it. Everyone wants it. Afgato I've had a bunch of times. That's really good. I've not had any of that stuff. I want to try it. The Afgato in the morning is the shit right there. Combo coffee and Afgato, which is coffee flavor. Can't even can't go wrong there, right? Okay, Double okay. Bottom. Yeah, I like that. Little crunchy bits. Um, also, check out the uh, iloveincredibles.com if you want to uh, get a store finder, which don't really need one in Colorado because they're everywhere, but they're also in Cali now and in Las Vegas, Nevada. Cool, cool. cool. And Seeds Here Now, bringing us always uh, some of the best breeders in America. they got like 35 breeders in their corral now. Um, also, you get some on the show for us, which is awesome. And uh, I'll be hanging out with these guys tomorrow at the uh, Canacon. Got me and Ethos doing a panel together. So that should be fun. And uh, I think he had a big drop right now from Exotic, so you should go check it out. And also, don't forget to go to Seedaholics, and you could, we have, uh, for Buck Russell, we've got the uh, cube being uh, donated by, by Caesar now slash Seedaholics. Um, and that's it. Da-da-da-da. We are done with the sponsors. <laughs> Whew, it's always so, so exhausting. No, it's all right. We love it. Um, it's also good to get them in the sh- here sometimes to uh, f- get their money's worth. Hopefully, we'll see. You know, it's all part of you, you guys. If you're interested, uh, contact us. Info at I'm Done Show. And would you guys have some samples you were going to give away? Was that something I saw something in your bag? Was it, no, that was a secret bag of just stuff you were. F- we do have some samples, man. If any of the listeners want to call in and uh, are in Colorado or anywhere else in the country would like some new Millennium samples, please uh, hit up uh, Adam Dunn. We'll get them taken care of for sure. Yeah, just hit up the show, and uh, KTI probably will be the real guy. He'll come answer your beckoning call. Well, let's try to get some more samples out to you guys. I know anybody who got lucky enough to get that last box set got the whole kit and caboodle, which is pretty dope yep, compared yep. to the, just what we even promised. I don't know if we're going to get that much of a deal this time, <laughs> but we'll definitely get you some of the newer products, hopefully. And, yeah, keep an eye out for uh, the big drop, hopefully, soon. With the Big drop is coming, man. We're we're definitely hoping into the next uh, two to four months at the very latest. So. Okay. And then we're going to have some other other fun news, and, and hopefully some cast a cast of colorful characters will be coming through to help us out. Yes, yes, sir. And uh, let's see. Thanks to uh, everybody listening to the show, obviously with the Buck Russell uh, crew for hanging in there and all the communications going back and forth. I saw it was like it's definitely uh, he was heard. Buck was heard today by everybody in, in the chat, which is awesome. And uh, also, uh, who else did we have earlier? Oh, Mr. Angry White Guy who's still over there. Is he, he's he angry still or is he just yeah, all? See, there you go. <laughs> as long as he's angry. He seems pissed. He's pissed. <laughs> he's so pissed. 
thanks for coming through. Obviously, as the summer rolls in, it'll start to become a little more festive down here, I hope. And we'll have a few more people coming in because it'll be Friday and they'll be like, what are we doing? And it'll be like one of those crazy shows. <laughs> Today was nice and calm. Kid hasn't showed up yet. That's pretty good. We're uh, rolling into the 6 o'clock hour. That was pretty fun today. Three hours of, you know, kept kept it rolling. Nothing really That's nothing awesome, crazy man. happened. We didn't, we didn't get too crazy. We appreciate you having us, man. You Sam and I both. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm glad to have you guys on anytime. Um, next week, let's see. I don't know. I have no idea. I never know what's going to happen. I'm like, Adam, I'm doing a show. You never know. Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> see you guys next week. Peace. Six in the morning.